the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to another exciting edition of Contending for the Faith, where the cutting edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and your concerns. Our toll-free number is one 888 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one triple eight F O R K F A X. Well, tonight on Contending for the Faith, we come to part four of our challenging series entitled The End of Both Ways, taken from Matthew chapter seven, verses thirteen through fourteen. Tonight, Dr. Buckner will talk about two ways and two roads that lead to two different directions or designations, two roads that you cannot both travel at the same time. You have to make up your mind and choose which way you're going to go for to, so here to hear more about this. And we're so excited to be here tonight. So stay tuned for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed and thank the Lord for another opportunity to be in the studio to bless his name through teaching. And we want to thank you all for joining us tonight for Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be touched and encouraged by the program tonight. Well, we've been doing this series entitled The End of Both Ways, and we've come to another exciting teaching on this. And we know that uh, your hearts are going to be challenged and yet blessed tonight. And we have been building uh, this uh, series on Matthew chapter 7 and verses 13 and 14, uh, where Jesus says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, And few, notice he says, and few there be that find it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and edification and exhortation of his holy word. These are hard and extreme and radical words coming from the Lord Jesus Christ. Hard words. They were so hard and so extreme and so radical that many of his so-called disciples according to John chapter 6, went away and followed him no more because those sayings were hard sayings. Just do a study of John chapter 6 sometime, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And Jesus here is challenging his disciples and telling them that you really got to strive. You got to strive nonstop to enter the kingdom of God And we have so many people today that's not striving at all. 
They think that uh, their church will save them. They think that tradition will save them. They think that religion will save them. They think that uh, programs will save them. They think that singing in the choir will save them. They think uh, even preaching and teaching will save them. I tell you, you better strive. You better be doing what the Lord called you to do in striving. Because he said, there'll be few there be that will go therein. And matter of fact, throughout Jesus' ministry, he challenged the people over and over and over about these two ways and these two roads and these two different directions. Now, when you do a word study on the word strive, it's really saying in essence, it's a ready warning. It's a ready warning. It's a ready wake-up call. What Jesus is saying to all of you who are listening tonight, whether you are driving or whether you are at home or whether you are even in the studio, (laughs) you better strive. And the word strive really carries with it a ready warning to get ready, to be alert, to be prepared. Because Jesus said, I'll come as a thief in the night. You never know when your heart is going to stop beating on you. You never know when you're going to be in an accident. You never know when the doctor is going to tell you you only got a week or a month to live. You never know when you could die in your sleep. Be ready, because Jesus said, I'll come as a thief in the night. And he gave, like, illustrations of this throughout his ministry. He even talked about ten versions, and five of them were ready, and five of them were not ready. And then Jesus said, he said to his disciples, it is easy for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Why? Because they are controlled by their riches. They are controlled by the materialistic things of this world. And do you not know that Jesus on many occasions, and even on one particular occasion, talked about three different types of people. He talked about these different types of people in Luke and in Luke 14 and in various places. And he talked about these three people who were controlled by three things. Now, what I want you to do is write these three things down, because these are the three things that causes people to not strive to enter in. And number one is possessions. The second thing is business. And the third thing is natural affections. These are the three things that are keeping people out of the kingdom of God. Their possessions have them rather than them having their possessions. And there's a lot of people today that are controlled by their possessions. And there are a lot of people controlled by their businesses. There's some people who don't ever go to church anymore. They're more into their business than the church. And my friend, it's all right to have a business. It's all right to have a vocation. But 
Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. No wonder why he says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Jesus said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that he possesses. So strive. Jesus is saying, strive, you know, go for it. Do all that God calls you to do to enter into the kingdom of God. You got to do that because if you don't, you're going to be on the broad road. You're going to be on the broad road that leads to destruction. And it is interesting to me that Jesus talks about this broad road and he is interrupted his train of thought and he says there is a wide gate and a broad way and it is my responsibility as a man of God to tell you about this broad road because a lot of you are traveling on it. A lot of you are traveling on this road and some of you don't even know it. And some of you are traveling on this road and you know it. And some of you are on this road even in the church because you know all about what the church requires for you to do. But you don't know anything about what Jesus says to do when he tells you to be an extreme disciple. But this broad road is so attractive. This broad road is attractive because it caters to the flesh. It tempts the flesh. And this broad road has no discipline to it. You're able to do whatever you want to do. You don't have to read your Bible. You don't have to pray. You don't have to study. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to tithe. You can just do whatever you want to do. This is what the broad road tells you to do. And a lot of people are traveling on that broad road. You know, this broad road is uh, not a lonely road. See, when you're walking as a Christian, it is really lonely at times. And uh, the Apostle Paul even said many have done him wrong, you know, and there were only few that were faithful by his side, even to the point of death, Luke and Timothy and a few others. But he said, Alexander the coppersmith done me evil, much evil, and many others. Uh, but this broad road is a broad road that is not a lonely road because Jesus said a whole lot of folks, and I believe he's talking about in the church and outside the church. And why do I say a lot of folks inside the church? Because in uh, uh, the Gospels, Jesus said in Matthew 7 that when many stand before him, uh, they will say, Lord, Lord, and even in the Gospel of John, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not work miracles in your name? These are church folks. These are people that's going to church every Sunday. They got their name on the church list, but not in in the Lamb's Book of Life. They are informed, but not transformed folk. And they are 
in the church, and they come before Jesus on the day of judgment and said, we did all the things that that was required of us in the church. But Jesus will ultimately say, depart from me. I never knew you because you never walked into what it means to be an extreme disciple. Oh, this is good stuff tonight. This is powerful stuff. A broad road that leads to destruction. It leads to literally hell. That's what he's talking about. It leads to hell. But a lot of people don't know that. That's why it says in Proverbs, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways to death. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself and make sure you're not that big group of people that's on their way to hell. Now, many of these folks that's walking and traveling this broad road are those who are into churchianity. They're into drugs. They're into alcohol abuse, into gangs and sex and pornography and cults and false religions, terrorism. They're into homosexuality and transgender and abortion uh, uh, rights. They're into that. They're into liberalism on the left side. They're this big crowd, and they're folks that are in liberal churches that have nothing to do with the gospel whatsoever. They want nothing to do with the gospel. They're liberal. They allow homosexuality in there. They allow all sorts of fornication and never preach on it, never say that's a sin because they don't want to affect some folks that are giving their financial support to them. And that's why they have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof. They're traveling on this broad road. Because it's tempting the flesh. It's the lust of the flesh. And they never take a, a stance. They go along with the popular trend, the popular votes. They go along with being politically correct but not biblically correct. This is a broad road that doesn't require you go against the grain. It doesn't require for you to go against the popular trend and the popular vote. And the broad road says, do your own thing. Like Frank Sinatra once said, I did it my way. And let me say this in conclusion. The broad road says this, don't knock it because you might like it. Don't knock it because you might like it. We need to repent tonight and turn to Jesus and get on that narrow road and strive to enter in. The way you do that is to repent and surrender to Jesus as Lord and understand what it means to be a radical, extreme disciple of Christ. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. That number is one eight eight eight. F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 5329 Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. We're here for you tonight. If you have questions, comments, concerns, if you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Give us a call. That number is one 888 We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. 
Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give us a call tonight. Uh, if you have questions or comments, if you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. That number again is one 888 K-F-A-X. <clears throat> well, once again, we want to thank everyone who's been faithfully praying for contending for the faith. Without the prayers of the saints, we wouldn't have been on the air so long. We also want to thank those who faithfully gave this week, Sandra, James, and CR. Uh, Charles, we want to just thank you again for your faithfulness, faithfulness in prayer, and faithfulness in your giving. Uh, we just can't thank you enough. It's amazing what the Lord has done through you, but we need more than three or four people to step up to the plate and give on a consistent basis. We need everyone who's listening to consider partnering with us through prayer and partnering with us through financial giving. Apart from, uh, you know, it's amazing how the Lord has provided for us over these years through the the giving of and generous offerings of those who have been listening. And if you've been listening for a long time and never, ever sent anything in, maybe it's time. Maybe the Lord is trying to touch your heart tonight uh, and give you an opportunity to bless so many, many more people through your giving. We'll never know the, the total impact. Dr. Buckner and I always talk about this. We don't see everybody who's listening. We don't know who's hearing the word as it goes out. And we won't know until we get to heaven the impact it has. Um, and uh, we believe that those of you who have given, God's going to bless with 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 a, a reward as well. That you're going to stand before the Lord. He's going to say, turn around and look. And you'll see a multitude of people that were touched, that got into heaven because of your giving to this ministry. It's so important. Sometimes we think that, oh, I don't have anything. All I have is $5. All I have is $2. But, you know, in the hands of God, that $2 goes a long way. That $5 goes a long way. That $20 goes a long way to to touch lives for time and eternity. So never think that you don't have anything that you can give. And if you can't give, then give us your prayers because this is a prayer-driven ministry, and we need those prayers going up constantly. So we just want to encourage you that if you've been blessed by Dr. Buckner's teaching and uh, this program, there's two ways that you can donate. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And the second way that you can give is simply by going online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button. And it's that simple. And you will be a blessing to this ministry for time and eternity. So consider consider partnering with us here at Contending for the Faith. We're also excited about a class that Dr. Buckner is going to be pe- teaching in about two weeks uh, it's going to begin Monday, February 20th, it's, and it's called Spiritual Gifts and Rewards Part 1. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time for you to come out and meet Dr. Buckner, take advantage of his 40-plus years of training that God has blessed him with, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding 
concerning the scriptures and the cults and isms. And, and this particularly is an important um, class because it helps individuals discover the gifts that God has placed in them. And once you know your gifts, God wants you to flow in them, to bless the church, to, to edify the body by what God has put in you. And I think this class will be an exciting opportunity for you to learn this, these principles. And it, be, it begins Monday, February 20th. Uh, at 6.30 p.m. at the East Bay Baptist Association building located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. So <clears throat> if you're interested in taking this class, call Dr. Buckner at area code 415-721-1778. That's 415-721-1778. Or you can email him at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's J-L-B-C-F-T-F at comcast.net. Now, maybe you're thinking, well, I can't afford a class. I don't have much money. I'm not sure if I can take this. Well, we are excited to offer several scholarships. So all you have to do is call that number, area code 415-721-1778, and leave a message as to why you think you need uh, to have this scholarship. And who knows, you might be chosen and uh, you'll be taken care of. So we just want to encourage you, uh, if, if money's an issue, make the call anyway. You never know how God's going to bless. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for those announcements. We appreciate it. I agree with you. It's going to be a tremendous class. And uh, we're just praying that people will have that Bible Belt mentality. You know, uh, in southern states, if they heard something like this, that uh, class would be filled up with people because they have a great hunger for the Word of God. And as Brother Gary said, you know, you want to discover your gifts and know why God has called you to be on this planet. Now, I'm going to add to that that you not only want to discover your gift, but you want to make sure that when you stand before God that he says, well done, thy good and faithful servant, and you don't want to suffer loss because and lose out on rewards. We know from 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that those who do not exercise their spiritual gifts will suffer loss and lose out on rewards. And uh, so this class is going to help you to discover your calling, and it's going to help you to discover your purpose and your meaning in life. But it's also going to help you to get to the place in your life where God can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And that's what you want him to do. And we want to challenge people, as Brother Gary said. We need people to step up. It's a, a real tough time for ministries now financially. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are getting blessed by this program, but they're not supporting it. And uh, I appreciate people uh, who uh, have little to give. There's a brother uh, that uh, who has been faithful in giving to us, and he— uh, only gives about uh, $5 every two weeks or so. I appreciate that because he's making an effort to give, and God is going to bless him for that. But when you've been listening to this program year after year after year, and you've never given anything, you need to really go before the Lord and repent of that because when you think about all the things that you buy, you know, all the materialistic things that you buy and you get, and you can't take out a few dollars or so or a little bit of money uh, to uh, bless the ministries that are blessing you, 
uh, you need to go before the Lord and repent of that and really ask God to renew your life in that area because, uh, you know, uh, God, uh, you know, looks at us and he says, okay, if you're not right with me financially, you're not going to be right with me in all the other areas. So you've got to be a good steward. And Jesus talked a lot about uh, the way we handle our monies, the monies that he's entrusted us with. Well, Brother Gary, let's get to um, our first caller, and I believe that's, uh, is that Cece? Uh, by faith, it's Cece, because <laughs> <laughs> our screens are a little messed up tonight. Yes. So we can't really tell who's on the line, but I do believe it is Cece. Yeah. How are you doing, Cece? How you doing? We are truly blessed. How about yourself? I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Well, good. How did uh, you get ministered to tonight? I like the message, uh, of course, and you know, I like how I like how you broke it down. You know, what I'm saying between um, both both roads, and there's a lot you said, but it's something you said in the middle. I like you said where people put their possessions, their business, and and they, and their natural effects. You said those are the three things that you know that keeps people out of the kingdom of God, and I, I, I'm and that is so true. Because I don't even know I even know some some people who are Christians and. Um, their business comes first, even before you know. Before, or they claim to be Christian. Their business actually comes first before God comes before first, and it's and it's, it's so true that you know, saying that people put their possessions, their business, and it's their natural affections. So I think I like how you put that, how you word it together. Then I like you know how you had said about Matthew six thirty three too, because it's true that you know the Lord talks about that. Put speak first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all these things be added to you. Because I know in my lifestyle, I'm not exalting myself, but. By me putting him first, he's 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 taking care of a lot a lot, a lot of things supernaturally. Like um, one time I was at, at school and um, I needed some extra um, some extra extra money for um, a, a class, and I needed it right then and there. Basically, bless he blessed me with ninety dollars on the spot. Hmm. Amen. That's he a. Did. He also yeah. he also, uh, he also um, couple months ago i had a friend who was praying for me because I, I was getting i was getting in trouble with was my, my rent money you know what i'm saying because i'm a young person but I'm, I'm, I'm on my own and so um I had, I had him i had him pray for me and he said i pray for your rent to be like supernaturally paid but i didn't think nothing of it and so I, pay, I went to pay my rent i paid my rent for two months um this month and last month and then the manager had sent the manager wanted to, wanted to talk to me in my apartment well, I, thought, I thought i thought something was wrong and they came to tell me. They came. To, they came and gave me both my money orders back and told me that my rent was paid. And I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. They told me they gave me money back and I didn't pay it. They said my rent was paid for two months just now. So it's it's true that how you know the God does you know take care of that. I'm not. I know I'm not into like saying like you know prosperity word of faith teachers say name any claim and you get this, but he does. He does. He does take care of our needs though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm really uh, glad to hear that uh, testimony as well as uh, you bringing out the three points that I raised about those three things that are keeping people out of the kingdom. And Jesus did a an extreme teaching on that uh, with the three types of people at the uh, wedding experience. And, and uh, all three people were uh, controlled by these things. Actually, when you look at all of these things that uh, I mentioned, the possessions and business and natural affections, uh, Jesus throughout his ministry challenged people in those three areas because he knew that those are the things that are the broad road that leads to destruction. And and you got to strive. you got to strive to go against them because uh, possessions, uh, businesses, 
and natural affections. You know, there's some people uh, whose wives will, uh, you know, or husbands will tell them to not go to church, and they not they won't go. The children, they don't even let the children go, you know, and uh, they get control in a relationship uh, about not going to church because their girlfriends don't go. But this natural affection thing, uh, it is going to send a lot of people to hell and businesses, they working on Sundays, working on the days of Bible study, and then possessions, all these things. Uh, we better repent, and we better start striving. Or That's one the reason why Jesus said, few there be that make it. Few. And I'm talking about people not only outside the church, but inside the church, too. Well, okay, what's on your heart tonight, my brother? What's your question? Um, I want to ask you two questions and then get some prayer. Uh, the first one I want to ask you is, because um, actually it's, it's, a, it's a passage that I've been looking at for, for a long time, but I don't really, um, I've never really got, you know, the, the meat of this passage isn't of, First Chronicles chapter uh, four, verse nine. Okay, why don't you read uh, verses uh, nine and ten? Because verses nine and ten go together, and then I'll do a breakdown of that for you. Yeah, actually, I meant verse nine and ten too. I just looked; I didn't notice that. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to cover both those verses. The Holy time. Spirit got your back through me. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Uh, okay, it says, it says Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I be free from pain. And God granted his request. Amen. This is a tremendous, tremendous uh, verse of Scripture. And we always hear about the prayer of Jabez. And when people generally hear that, uh, they don't know uh, what, uh, is the the real significance behind it and the major points behind it? But when you look at this verse ten, uh, when he talks about the, there are some key words in here, blessed and then enlarge and your hand and keep me from evil. So when you talk about the uh, prayer of Jabez, which many churches uh, talk uh, a lot about, uh, there are four prayers of Jabez that he requested before God, and God honored those prayer requests. Let me break it down what they are from this these verses of Scripture, and you might uh, want to write them down as well. Uh, the first one is that uh, God's blessing. We see that in the, uh, in, in the verse uh, 10, and God's blessings. He wanted uh, God's blessings upon his life. Uh, uh, and then the second prayer that he requested is an an expansion of of territory that God would uh, bless him in, in terms of victory and prosperity uh, uh, that God would uh, increase his expansion in territory and increase his uh, uh, his blessings within the territory and that's what we should do too ask not only God's blessing upon us but uh, our surroundings, our surroundings, and our business, and everything that we do. And then the third thing that he prayed for in this passage of Scripture is the presence of God's hand. And we see, uh, so so you see the enlarge my territory, which is the second prayer after being blessed, and then that your hand, God's hand, would be upon him. And uh, so uh, this is what he prayed, Third, uh, number three, that your presence of your hand 
In other words, Jabez asked for the guidance of God and his strength to be evident in his daily existence. He wanted God's hand. I had a, uh, I, when I was a young preacher, I remember uh, one uh, preacher back in uh, Bakersfield that, uh, uh, that preached. He was a great preacher, black preacher, and he preached on the hand of God, and he tore that sermon up, talking about God's hand. And he went through Old Testament scriptures with God's hand and New Testament scriptures on God's hand and kept meddling with God's hand. And, uh, you know, so and God's grip, see, is, 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 is stronger than ours. We said, uh, don't let go of God's hand. No, you need to say to God, God, don't let go of your hand upon me because our hand's trying to grab God. Our grip is not as strong as God. So we need to say, God, don't let your hand go from uh, holding me. And then the fourth thing, fourth thing that he prayed for is that the protection from harm, the protection from harm, that he would keep me from evil. You see that? Keep me from evil. And Jesus taught his disciples to pray uh, uh, that the disciples' prayer, deliver us from evil, Matthew 6, 9 and 13. So Jabez looked to God in confidence of his being his defender, we need to realize that we put on the armor of God. God is our defender. So Jabez's goal in his prayer was to live free from sorrow. And the last thing we read about him is that God heard and answered his prayer. And that was the joy of all of this. You see that in the conclusion. So God granted him what he requested. We see that in the in verse uh Ten. Oh, what a beautiful scripture. What a beautiful question. And I hope you got blessed by it, the breakdown, and I hope others who heard it as well got blessed by it. So uh, we uh, are going, did that help you out? Hello, did that help you out? Did we lose him? Did we lose CC? Yeah, yes, it helped me out a lot. Oh, it helped you out a lot. Okay, oh, very man. good. I, I, I didn't want you to stop, man. I know, I did, you know, I got, and you know, I didn't want you to stop. But I know you, you know, there's other people that have got a call. Yeah, we'll come back with the break, and we got some uh, real important calls here, and we want to hear from an, another person on the how he was blessed by the program. But hold on, and we'll get your prayer request when we come back and get to the other callers. So hang in there, callers. All right. It's time for us to take that break. Our phone lines are open, and you can give us a call. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Well, welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, and counselor, expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 5329 Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We still have about 15 minutes left in the broadcast. You retain your questions, comments, and your concerns. So give us a call. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. And you know, as uh, this time of year is as we as we round the curve going toward April, it's tax time, and we know that many of you may get a return. Uh, some of us have to pay, like myself, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long story. That's a long, sad story. <laughs> but if God has blessed you, you know, it's it's often a, a, a wonderful time to be able to 
to refresh others. Scripture talks about if he who refreshes others, God's going to refresh. And, you know, it's, why not consider refreshing contending for the faith? It's an awesome opportunity. If God has blessed you to receive some funds back or if God has blessed you in general, uh, consider partnering with us financially here at Contending for the Faith. Many of you have listened to this broadcast for years and years and years and have never uh, given. And, you know, it's time. It's high time. It's past time uh, for you to step up and be a blessing to this ministry. It costs us 400 a week to stay on the air. And Dr. Buckner and I receive no salary. Everything goes back into the ministry. We come a very long way. I come from Sacramento. He comes from Tiburon. And, you know, it's it's a labor of love. It's what God's called us to do. And we just trust him that he's going to work through you uh, to be a blessing here and to keep contending for the faith on the air. We've been on the air for a very long time, and I believe God's going to have us on the air much, much longer. But it's through your giving and it's through your prayers that we're able to do that. So we just want to encourage you. There's two ways you can give. Send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith. Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith. P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way, so much easier. Just get on your smartphone, your tablet, uh, your laptop, your desktop, whatever you use to gain access to the Internet. And simply go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and hit the donate button. It's that simple, and you'll be a blessing for time and eternity. Again, we want to remind you that Dr. Buckner is going to be teaching a new class beginning Monday, February 20th. That's in about two weeks. Um, It's going to be entitled Spiritual Gifts and Rewards, Part 1. And it's an awesome opportunity for you to learn about your spiritual gifts that every believer has received when they become a child of God. God put spiritual gifts in you, that you would be a, a blessing to the church, that you would be able to flow in the gift and know what God has called you to do and to do with that gift. So we want to encourage you. If you don't know what your gift is, if you're not sure, you know, this is a great opportunity for, for you to learn about this principle, to learn how to uh, move forward in your spiritual walk with power and, and the gifts that God has given you. We want to encourage you. This is going to be Monday, February 20th. Starts at 6.30 p.m. It'll be located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. That's at the East Bay Baptist Association building. If you're interested in this class, and I can't encourage you enough, give Dr. Buckner a call at area code 415-721-1778. So don't be afraid to call Dr. Buckner. He only bites on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So call him Monday. You'll be fine. All right, so area code 415-721-1778, or you can email him and not be bit at all at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's jlbcftf at comcast.net. And we also want to remind you that we are offering scholarships for this class. So if you have a financial issue, if you think you can't afford it, don't worry. Just call the number. And leave a message as to why you believe you should receive this scholarship, and maybe you'll get it. All right. Let's get back to Cece, Dr. Buckner. Let's do that. Thank you, Brother Gary. And Cece, what's your prayer request? Um, I have a prayer request, too. If you, if you can, if you got enough time at the end of, end, of, end of the program, too, I know you may not have it or you can get it next week. I just want to ask um, if you could answer the question, like, what's, what's the benefit of waking up at nighttime praying? Because I, I get woke up a lot of time at 2 or 3 in the morning. But if you don't have enough time, then I'll just get it next week. Um, but my prayer request is, um, I wonder if you could just pray for me. I, I, got a lot, I got a lot of pressure, like, around my head area. Mm-hmm. So if you just, you just pray over me, just pray over how you feel. Pray over my family members. 
And then I have a family member who has blood clots in their body. And so I want to pray that God will uh, get, you know, uh, that he will heal and then let them have a speedy, speedy recovery. And then if you could pray for my family as well, then just pray for the actor, is uh, young aspiring actor, uh, Gabrielle Union. A lot of people know her. She's married to Dwayne Wayne, the basketball player, and um, the actor Brad Pitt. Um, they need salvation. All righty. Well, thank you for that list of prayer requests. And we have Brother Gary to uh, pray for that list of prayer requests. All okay. right, Lord, we just thank you for Brother Cece. We pray, Lord God, for his health, his pressure in his head, Lord God. We just pray that you bring healing and life to his body, Lord God. Strengthen him and encourage him. We pray for his relative, Lord God, for healing as well regarding these blood clots. We lift up his family, that you keep them. Pray for uh, Gabrielle Union, Brad Pitt, and all these celebrities out there, Lord God, that you would just touch their lives as well and, and as you've touched our lives, Lord God, that they need salvation just like we do. Be with them, strengthen them, and encourage them as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Brother Gary. And Cece, thank you so much for your uh, question and your call. And if we do have time later, we'll address that. If not, we'll uh, deal with it next week when uh, Brother Jim Clark is with us. So thank you for your call and your question. Well said. Thank you very much. All right. All right. God bless you. Let's go to Sandra. No. No, you want to go to Antonia? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Hang on, Sandra. We'll get to you. Oh, okay. Okay, so we have to get to go back to Sandra. There you go. Because I don't trust in the Lord no more that he can heal because of my mom passing away a week ago yesterday. Your mom passed away a week ago? Yes, a week ago Friday. Oh, we're we're sorry to hear that. You know, we trust that. I'm so heartbroken. That makes me not want to believe in him anymore. Well, you know what? That's what the devil wants to try to uh, put in your heart and your mind. Don't don't believe the lies of Satan. Uh, you know, de- death is going to come upon all of us, and the most important thing is for us to be ready to meet him when he calls us, because all of us are going to die. But uh, the Bible says that it is appointed unto all men once to die, and after this, the judgment. Was your mom a Christian? She was, and she went to church. Well, she's in heaven, and she's waiting for you one day when your time is ready, and you need to wait on God's timing when he's ready, and she's waiting for you one day to be with her. So you need to be rejoicing, sweetie. You need to be uh, praising God, and even though you're going to weep, you don't weep as if there's no hope, you know, you... Uh, you know, God has a purpose in bringing your mother home. And uh, what your mom your mom would want you to do right now is not be doing what you're doing right now. He, she wants you to really be strong. She would say, be strong, be courageous, and uh, know that, uh, uh, you know, one day you're going to be with me. So it's good news that she's a Christian, and uh, you keep walking the way of the Lord, and one day you're going to see her again. That's the good news. That's the good news. Okay. Amen. Amen. So well, what you want us to pray for you re- regarding on this? For strength? So I can get my faith back. Okay. For get- my family, too, because we're going to be cremating her. Okay. Well, you know, Satan, that's one thing he wants to do is discombobulate and confuse your faith and Jesus prayed for Peter. He said, Satan desires to sift you as wheat, but I prayed for you that your faith faileth not. You need, to, you need to put on the full armor of God and the shield of faith because when the darts come at you, 
You need to be able to knock them off with the shield of faith. So look at Ephesians 6 and put on that armor because you're under attack right now. But let's go before the Lord and pray for you right now. And Brother Gary, why don't you lift All up? All right, Lord, we lift up Sister Sandra tonight, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, because you are a God of all comfort. And the same comfort you comfort us, you would have us to comfort one another. And we pray, Lord God, that you would comfort Sandra right now, that you wipe every tear from her eye and that you give her peace, your perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard her heart and her mind through Christ Jesus. Give her a special touch of your, of your grace tonight. Help her to know that, Lord God, you're standing with her, that you love her. Surround her with that love. Surround her with a, an abiding presence of your Holy Spirit to let her know that you never leave her nor forsake her and that she need not be sad. But, Lord God, help her to know that you're with her and that her mother is with you and that they will see each other again and that there will be rejoicing. And, Lord God, we just pray right now. Renew her faith, Lord God. Let not the enemy snatch any of her faith away, but, Lord God, renew it, protect it, and seal her with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary, and thank you, uh, Sandra, for your call, and uh, if you need some more prayer during the week, uh, call us on our number, and we'll uh, encourage you. And be sure to go to your pastor and uh, make sure that you share what you share with us around your faith so that you can be encouraged by your pastor and some of the women in the church. Are you at a church right now? Okay, well, you need to talk to some of the godly women and talk to the pastor and let them know what's going on, okay? And then call us back next week and let us know how you're doing. Okay. All righty. Hang in there now. All righty. Be blessed now. Be blessed. Right now, I just feel so lonely. Okay. I feel lonely for my mom. Yes. Okay, well, you hang in there, and we will, uh, and like I said, talk to your uh your pastor, and some of the women of the church. God bless. God bless you, too, and thank you for everything. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, we're going to try to spend some time, a few minutes here, to get to Cece's question. Uh, but, uh, is, is you still there, Cece? I guess he's uh, just waiting for the, the answer. He talked about what is the benefit of uh, waking up at night, waking up at night and uh, having your, you know, getting into a spirit of prayer. Well, yeah. let me just, uh, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. Yes, uh, and, and, and ask your question again. I believe I'm on target with it, but ask your question again real quick. I want, I want to ask what's the benefit of waking up in the middle of the night like in, in prayer, because a lot, I mean, most, mostly almost every night I wake up around 2 or 3 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning, and I stay praying for, for a, a number of people, you know, saying many people can lift up if I think about you or whatever, I, it comes to my mind, I'm, I pray, and it's, this is like this, this is repetitious. I'm always waking up like this when people are asleep. So I want to know what the benefit of that. Can I can I encourage you with something that's really uh, uh, powerful? With that, do you uh, not know that that's the time when God seems to minister to most of us who are walking in the Spirit at that time in the morning? Because it's a time where you're quiet. There's no uh, you know noise around. Uh, that's a time when God can get your full attention, and he's able to have that quiet time with you and him. And do you not know that that's the time when I've uh, discovered some of my greatest sermons is <laughs> at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning? So what you're experiencing, the benefit of that is that's the greatest time that God works is when he wants to get a hold of us before 
uh, the traffic starts, the birds start singing, uh, and the people, neighbors next door start making a lot of noise. That's the benefit is having that quiet time alone with God where he can whisper to you and you could whisper back to him. And Andre Crouch sung that song, It's Quiet Time. That's when I can tell you that I love you and you can remind me that you love me too. But some of my greatest sermons have come out of that time of the morning. That's a great benefit. So you take advantage of that and continue to, and sometimes I've had to get up at two and three in the morning and write down exactly what God has given me so I don't lose it with my human intellect. So be encouraged on that. That's a real blessed time that God works. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. That encouraged me to want to pray even more, so I'll definitely be up again tonight. Yeah, and, and listen to the and listen to the voice of the Lord. And sometimes, man, you may have to jump up and make make sure you have your Bible and your notebooks because mm-hmm. write that stuff down because that's some valuable stuff. Well, mm-hmm. thank you for your call, and God bless you. Brother Gary, mm-hmm. knock a home run in the name of Jesus. All right. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Bomani, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. So please drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time, when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.